How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Way Outside. My name is Jake Kaufman, your host, and we're going to jump right into this. We got a lot of news to talk about in basketball since my um, last episode, which was over a week ago. Yeah, I've been trying to get out the more consistent things, but uh, yeah, I'm going to meet recently. So a lot has happened. Um, the Eastern, All the Eastern Conference playoffs picture for the semi all the first round series for the eastern conference are over and i'm going to talk about each and every one of them and we have two of the western wait yeah um only one of the western conference ones is finished we still and we're going to talk about that and uh yeah i don't know what i'm sorry um and we're gonna get to one very, and we're gonna get to one very special uh, Damian Lillard just a little bit here. But uh, yeah. So first, the thing I was gonna talk about is uh, all Eastern Conference playoff series that finished. So obviously, most of you guys, I'm assuming, are basketball fans. But if you don't, I can. So let's first talk about like the most, let's say the most boring series, which was obviously the 4-0 sweep from. The Celtics against the Pacers. I wasn't expecting that much out of this series anyway, just because I knew Pacers had a good year, especially after Victor Depot went down. But they weren't going to do anything against the Celtics. They don't have enough offense. To, they don't have any offense. There's no way they could keep up with them offensively. And even though they hung in some games, I knew that that series, Boston was ultimately going to win it. Um, another thing that I think that people say, oh, the Pacers are such a good team. If you look at the record after without Victor Oladipo, they weren't that great. And the only reason they were, let's say, the five seed is because the sixth seed team won 42 games. <laughs> like, that's not that good. And uh, in comparison, last year in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets won 47 games and missed the playoffs in the West. So, yeah, I mean, the Pacers weren't great. Without Victor Oladipo, they're an okay team. They're not great. They're not beating a team like Tillerson. Next, we're going to get into the another sweep that happened in the Eastern Conference, which was the Bucks against the Pistons. Obviously, Blake Griffin missed the first two games of the series, which made it a lot tougher for the Pistons. But even though other, either way, I don't think the Pistons would have even won a game. I mean... The Bucks are just too good. Giannis, Middleton, Bledsoe, without Brogdon. Giannis, Middleton, Bledsoe, Lopez, Miritich, Snell, Brown. They're just too deep, and they're just they're too good defensively, too good offensively. And Giannis is just man. He's the MVP in my book. I've said it many times. I'll take him over Harden any time. Giannis shows that you doesn't. He's not either jump shot drop in the game clinch and drop forty one. Um, yeah, the Bucks look like they're going to be great, so, but after those teams beat them, Celtics are going to be, next on are playing the Bucks. Celtics will be playing the Bucks. yeah, I'm going to get into it, and then we're going to get into the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Brooklyn Nets, which was a five-game series, but one, honestly, one of the more entertaining ones, at least. The first four games. I mean, Philly won this. Brooklyn Nets won game one on a surprise um, in Philly. They won pretty handily, honestly. Danzo Russell was great. Dinwiddie was great. Karis LeVert was honestly watching him in that series. Karis LeVert can ball. Karis LeVert 
Brooklyn's got a bright future, man. I mean, honestly, they have, they have so much salary cap. They already have a playoff team. They have two max free agents. Bro, we could be talking about Brooklyn being a contender if some guys are willing to. Because the Knicks, man, the Knicks are a disgusting mess. But um, but if you want to go to New York, you can play in Brooklyn. You could, you, you could be a playoff. I think Kenny Atkinson's a really good coach, and I think the Brooklyn's going to be good for a while. But um, in this series, they were just overmatched by um, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, when he's healthy, is arguably like the third best player in basketball. Or third most dominant, not the third best, because, yeah. But he, he, if he, you can't stop him. He's 7'2", 270. He has a J. He can, uh, you know, an elite rim protector. Also, he just has passion, loves playing the game. And he can get so, he can do so much in so little time in terms of a winning team. Also, Ben Simmons had a pretty, really good series, honestly. I know because people were going to mid down on him because, you know, the jump shot and um, how he did against the Celtics last year, he struggled. He had a, he had a really good, um, he had 30, he had, he had 30 points, um, he had 30 point game in game. Four, game three, yeah, game three, sorry. He had a three-point game in game three. Game four was good. Game five was good. Only had one game where he really struggled. And overall, he had a triple-double in game two. I mean, honestly, he was great. Jim, Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler each had a, their own games with a couple games went off, but they are not Redick. J.J. Redick played actually pretty decent compared to that and had one of the games had like 20-something, I think. Yeah, but overall, the Sixers are just too good. Um... Mike Scott being injured does worry me a little bit because of how thin their bench already is. But I mean that starting vibe is gonna take can take can pot, take them a long way. Um, they're gonna be they're gonna be playing against the Raptors, who the last um last playoff series in the East I thought was who beat the Magic in five games. Same same thing as um Philly lost first game at home, then won four straight to win it, close it out. I mean. I wasn't expecting the Magic to even win a game, so it was pretty surprising to me because, you know, Vucevic had a great year. The Magic, they just don't. They're not like that. They're not super talented, and the Raptors, you know, are loaded. But overall, in the end, they were just able to um, overcome it because they were able to win Game One. But then, otherwise, just like DJ Vucevic struggled in the series, and obviously, there's no one else there. There's no other star players on that team. And you have Siakam, man. He is ridiculously good. I cannot. He is amazing. He's going to be a He's a star already. He's going to be an all-star very soon. Next year or two at most. Uh, yeah, and then we're going to talk about the one Western Conference playoff series that still that has ended. Which is the... Um, the the Blazers against the Thunder, man, that was a really fun series to watch. Trust, me. I watched every game. Though that was might have been my first. That was my favorite. I like I like Philly. Love that was my favorite first round series to watch by far. Damon Lillard against Russell Westbrook was a great matchup. C.J. McCollum had a great series overall. Cantor played some really good minutes, but honestly, the one thing we gotta talk about here is Dame Lillard, bro. I mean, this guy is unreal. He's right now leading the all players in playoff scoring per game. He um, he's been efficient while doing it. He's been hitting a lot of threes from 
way outside. See how I used it there? And um, he's been clutch. I mean, Damon Lewis has a pretty good track record of clutching the playoffs. I mean, especially if you don't know about it, in 2014, when at the age of only 23, he hit, he hit a game winner, buzzer beater, to beat in game six against the Rockets to beat them, which was... If that was his best shot for game winner, that would that was an amazing game winner. But last night, that shit was unfucking ridiculous, believable. This dude has fifty points, including the last three coming from a game, a series clinching, game winning, thirty seven foot or step back three. That was also contested by a player who could end up winning this year's Defensive Player of the Year. Damian Lillard was insane. Honestly, if if you're not like right now, if you haven't seen the show, I want you to look up Damian Lillard Game Winner and watch this thing. It's insane. Honestly, if I try to think about, obviously, I'm only 17. I don't know. I haven't watched like the Jordan. It is def- by far the best. The toughest game winner I've seen made in like in a crucial game. And Portland's going on in the second round. And again, OKC's going on the first round for the third consecutive year. Russell Westbrook has not won a playoff series without Kevin Durant. I think that's starting to show stuff. And we're gonna I'm gonna get into that another time. Damian Lillard, though, I'm gonna get just gonna I need to talk a bit about this brother for a minute. I mean He has been he's been criminally underrated for years. Like this guy, so he's played seven NBA seasons. He's only been an All-Star, I think, four times or three times. This guy should have been an All-Star five times. There's two seasons. He averaged 25 on 44% shooting, 37 from three. Didn't make it. And also was on playoff teams both of those years. Damian Lillard is criminally underrated. In my opinion, this year, he deserves to be first-team All-NBA. No shot against Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a better player than Damian Lillard. But Damian Lillard did so did so much with with so much less help. Without another All Star, carried Portland to the three seed, and now the second round. Obviously, I know that the awards are done before, but Damian Lillard is like Steph Curry, Kyrie light. He is unbelievable. He's got hell. He's got range. He's got. Guts, he's got handle, and he's got the clutch, and also, he's got calm composure. And, also, on a side note that doesn't really matter this, he can rap really well. <laughs> but, yeah. And so, um, another thing I was thinking about doing on Way Outside, I'm gonna, act, I'm gonna ask you guys um, to leave your opinion on what do you think if I should do this or not, but I wanted to start talking about maybe some inspirational stories of players, or some, like, funny stories of players or something, that just because, you know, spice it up. Or if you maybe want me to only do that in the off season because there's actual thing, I don't know. Either way, if you guys, I have a, I have a really great story about Damian Lillard, like his a really good story, inspirational story about him that would t- that will tell you guys so much. And um, if you guys want, I'd love to talk about it next episode, which I could do. If you guys, if I get people that saying they want to do it, I could do it by uh, by Friday night. So um yeah, it's really great. It's a great story. I love to, would love to talk about it. I want to because I feel like you know those kind of stories can hit home for people that aren't just sports fans. Because right now I've been just been talking about analysts and stuff. But yeah, 
Um, there's a couple other things I wanted to talk about. First off, um, oh, that every team I predicted is going to win so far has won. The games have been a little bit off, but um, yeah. Uh, the one also I'm going to talk about the three, yeah, three remaining series. What I think is going to happen then, based on what's going on now. So tonight there are two games. We got the Clippers Warriors. No, first we got the Rockets Jazz. In Houston and the Clippers Warriors in Golden State. If they're both the Warriors and the Rockets are both up three one against their respective teams. The Rockets, I think, are closing this out in game five. As much as I love watching the Jazz and especially Donovan Mitchell, man, that kid is unreal. The Rockets are too good. Harden, Paul, um, they had such a bad they had a really bad shooting slump at the end of the game, which I don't believe is gonna happen two games in a row. Um at home, they're just better. Uh, I think Harden's going to have a big show-out game. I think Mitchell's going to struggle. And uh, I think they're going to be able to get more laps to Capella, which was a problem in game four, which was, in my opinion, one of the main reasons they lost that now because of their shooting slump. Um, and also, I do think the Warriors are going to finish out the Clippers in game five. I mean, game two, that was just doing some dumb stuff whatever that was just them not trying or i don't know they're not gonna i they're not gonna blow another 31 point lead they're not gonna do it they're just gonna finish off them they don't they can't they don't want houston to play any more less games than they have to so they're gonna be they're gonna be fine and finish it out i'm not worried about for them for at least for this series without demarcus cousins i mean they've won two championships with this team without demarcus cousins and yeah so um i'm not worried about that and I think it's tomorrow, um, but there's um, the series, um, the only series that's gone past five games so far, which is the Nuggets and the Spurs, which is unfortunately been only on NBA TV, so I haven't got to watch a lot of it. I've only been able to, like, to watch the highlights. It's been really frustrating, but um, Nuggets currently lead that series 3-2, um, going into San Antonio. I mean, it's hard for me here. I picked San Antonio to win this series in six. Obviously, that can't happen, but this is hard for me. I think that it's going to... I do. I, Denver's won in San Antonio. I don't think it's going to happen again. I think that Denver will win in seven at home. It's hard, though, because they, they'll, their, their game has been extremely close, and it's like, it's been a really good series. And uh, But, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with... I'm going to change my thing. I'm saying Denver's going to win in seven. So now, I'm going to get to my predictions for the uh, semifinals really quick. And then, yeah. And I will go more in depth with these. And also, so for the, the two and the three, to fill, for, for the Bucks and the Celtics, I think the Bucks will win in six. Five or six. I, I'm having a hard time deciding. But I think the main thing is I think Bucks. A lot of people are saying, oh, the Celtics beat them last year. These aren't the same teams. Giannis isn't the same player. They got a new coach, so they're just a lot better. And even last year, they took them seven, even though they didn't have Rozier and thing. But last year, they played more as a team. They played more. Jalen Brown was a lot better. Tatum was playing a lot better. So I honestly think the Bucks will win either five or six. I will. I'm gonna. My. I'm gonna stick with my gut that says six. Um, in that series, and then on the other side of the East, we have the Raptors and the Sixers. I think the Sixers are going to win this series. I think the Sixers will win this series in six. Just because, but this is the thing. If there's an asterisk, if Joel Embiid is healthy, 
or healthy-ish. If Joel Embiid is able to play in all in every game in this series, the Sixers will win. He's just too good. Marc Gasol's great. He can't stop Embiid. Simmons is gonna have an advantage over Kyle Lowry, who's been struggling. I know Kawhi, Jimmy's obviously not as good as Kawhi, but Jimmy can. Jimmy is one of the better guys that can limit Kawhi to whatever extent you can. Um, I think they can put Harris on Siakam and do it. And um, and I think that yeah, uh, Philly matches up well because Danny Green can shoot, but he's not like a, a player that Reddick's defensive problems are going to get. Even though he's a good defender, Reddick's not as important as the offense as some of their other players. So uh, I think that honestly. Philly could win this series. I mean, Siakam has been great. Leonard's been great. But uh, you're playing against the Magic, who's starting small forward as a second-year player who's still really needing to develop. So, um, yeah, I think that that's going to be a good series. I think they're going to win in six. And then let's go into the West. I'm gonna We're going to assume the things the teams I said won. Uh, so it will be the Blazers and the Nuggets and the uh, Warriors and the Rockets. As much as I want to say the Rockets will beat the Warriors, it's not, that's not happening. Maybe it can go six. Maybe it can go seven. But the Warriors are going to win this shit. I mean, like, they they are going to win. They're just too much better than everyone else. They're way too more talented. They just they play the game right way. They have the smartest players. They have the best players. It's just like, yeah. Houston will put up a decent fight, but I don't think they're going to do it. Um, and... If the Blazers end up playing the Nuggets or the Spurs, I honestly will take Portland to go to the conference finals just because Damian Lillard. I, I will say, I've said that many times. Damian Lillard is another animal. And um, I think that Denver's a good defensive team, but Denver's not the best defensive team against guards. I mean, Murray's not a great defender. Harris isn't a great defender. They could put Torrey Craig on him, but I also think that he'll struggle because he's a little bit big. I think that honestly, the Blazers will make it. Could make really could have a real shot to make it to the Western Conference Finals, which would be really cool because seeing that match Curry and Lillard match up in the Conference Finals would be something special. Okay, that's well, that's pretty much it for this episode, guys. Um, so get comment down below or either just message me or send me some emails. Let me know if you guys want me to talk about that Damian Lillard story on my next episode later this week, or if you just want me to do the say that kind of stuff for later in the off season. Well, anyways. You've been listening to Way Outside. My name is Jake Coffin. I'll see you guys next time.